as the war escalates between the state of Texas and the federal Biden administration. Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, he's telling ranchers along the southern border, hey, we'll bring in free concertina wire to secure your borders because the feds aren't doing it. We're going to help you out. Let's get into it. Here we go. So the state of Texas has secured about 30 miles of border area around what's called Eagle Pass. But then beyond that and beyond all of these border towns, you've got areas that are literally, you've got the Rio Grande, and the only thing that abuts it is private ranchers' property. And they are having a deluge. They are having a siege of people come across their property because now, as the state of Texas has cinched up security on Shelby Park in Eagle Pass and in other areas along the Texas border with Mexico, these, these individual private parties are just being overrun with illegal immigrants and with <clears throat> these private parties, these ranchers are being overrun with these private parties, these ranchers are being overrun with illegal immigrants and with the cartel and with drug runners and with smugglers. It's just, it's crazy. And so Governor Greg Abbott, he's saying, hey, not only are we going to do parks, you guys need some free concertina wire. We're your guys. We'll bring it in. As the Supreme Court has said, hey, yeah, you guys can't have that concertina wire there anymore. We're going to give the feds, we're going to give Border Protection a chance to cut it. We're going to watch a video on why these ranchers need wire installed by the state of Texas and how they're not being helped out by Federal Border Patrol. Let's get into it. Here we go. Uh, as somebody who's by spent Texas a lot of time Attorney on the border, General. being a border state with the largest border, I know these issues and I see them every day. And if there is one group benefiting from this, I can tell you who it is. It's the cartels. Let me say that one more time. There's one group benefiting from the policies of the Biden administration. It is the cartels. Ken Paxton was the attorney general for Texas who basically just he told the Department of Justice, hey, you know what? Go F yourself. We're not backing down. Our family ranch, it's been here. My grandfather started acquiring, his great granddad actually started acquiring about the 1900s. You know, has a lot of heritage, been real good. You know, we used to run a lot of cattle and stuff. Personally, I've lived here since 95 on the ranch, moved out here as a young man. And, you know, we had the occasional legals coming through the ranch, you know, but they weren't causing problems or nothing. They would just want a better life and go get a better job. Used to, I'd leave my lodge, you know, it would, you know, you might leave it unlocked. You know, one day you didn't worry about it. Now you got to make sure everything's locked up. Our house is locked up at night. You know, we we never locked our house. We never locked our vehicles. We, we just felt safe here. We didn't feel like we had to. Uh, we've owned my family's ranch in Kenny County since the late 80s. And we've always had, you know, some traffic coming through here and illegals, but never the surge like we've seen in the last six months. We are fearful and we're afraid in our own homes. And so we've had to get an alarm system. We've had to keep everything locked uh, and just really be cautious. You know, when you get out at a gate, 
you've got to look around and, and be aware of your surroundings. Rocketville. I used to always wear my AirPods. You know, I might be working on a water trough or, or something. And, you know, I had to quit doing that because uh, we live on almost 9,000 acres. My husband works 35 miles from here. It's gone 12 That's hours a, big a day. Ranch. I have no employees, so I'm here by myself all day, every day. So if, if something were to happen or somebody, you know, knocked me down, took my truck, you know, all stories that you're hearing about, I, I'd basically be on my own because it would take someone a while to, to find me or to even, you know, get out to the ranch. Changed, changed a lot about the way you live out here. My wife's not comfortable working out on the ranch like she used to be. She, I if her. I go out of town, she basically won't get out of the house or the yard. Mm. And we have a, a livestock guard dog in the pasture outside the house. And we've got four dogs in the yard. So she's more comfortable there. But she's not comfortable going to the barn to feed animals or, or go do chores around the ranch unless I'm with her. I've that lived right in this there. county about 50 Remember years. That. That I've had this place a little over 20 years and it's almost daily here that we're seeing evidence of people crossing being an absentee owner here we we, we live in san antonio so Remote. when we come down here Desolate. our family is very concerned you know, you're, you're usually pretty safe to to bet you're not alone out here there's always that to, to think about um that being said, I've never felt like I was in, in danger. That's not to say it's not here. Um, it is. They're just in broad daylight coming through your fence and, and not caring if they're seen or saw. You're, you're hearing more and more reports of, of big groups coming through. The landowners will see them, and they just come on through like they own the place. They come up, walk, come through your fence, cut it, and just keep driving like, like it's allowed. It's a sad reality that we live in, but, you know, we're not enjoying the same rights as other Texans or Americans do. We're the third generation ranchers here. We've been here since, well, actually my family's one of the few families that started Del Real, the first 10 families in Del Real. So we've been in the area a long time. You know, usually you can go, like if you live in the city, you can go out to your backyard and you're fine. Here, that's not the case. If you go in your backyard, you might be fine or someone might walk up on you. One person, 10 people. How many they're going to be, I don't know. And it's changed. I mean, it's changed a bunch. In the last, I'd say really in the last two months, it definitely has changed our lifestyle living on the ranch. Just when your kids, even your kids, you know, hey, I want to go to the goat barn, which is 200 yards from the house. You got to say, hey, hold on. We need to go with you or somebody. She can't just go down by herself like she used to. Me specifically, you know, I normally don't carry a firearm every day on me. I usually have a rifle in the truck, but now every day I wear a firearm. And everyone on the ranch has some type of firearm with them. And that's never been an issue in the past. You know, just in the backyard, we have to carry guns. We go to feed the goats, we have to go carry a gun. You know, it's getting where, you know, like we're basically running around, everybody's running around with a gun just to be safe because you don't know when that time's going to be happening that you run across the one that might do physical harm to you or, or to that case. Well, you're just kind of more wary. I, I wear a, a pistol all the time anyway. Um, but you always want to be armed. I always want to be armed when I'm out here because you don't know how many people might walk up on you. Anytime you leave the house, we have to stay armed because, 
you know, we're, we're just afraid. We, we just don't know who's out there. And I never did that before. I always carried a rifle in my truck. That was mostly if you saw a coyote or, or something like that, you know, uh, some kind of predator. It wasn't anything because I was afraid. So that's why Governor Greg Abbott has said, hey, we understand that when we secure a portion of the border, all that the, all that the cartel is going to do, all the smugglers are going to do is they're going to say, all right, let's not go across. They fly up drones. They do recon on what the U.S. government's doing. And they recognize, all right, border is secure here. Let's go a little further north. Let's go a little further south, wherever you need to go. Where I was in Eagle Pass, it was I, I had seen the notice multiple times in media postings that um, cartel is selling, sending people north. And so now there's a couple of different towns in between Eagle Pass and Laredo, the next big town. And it's known that those are just ranches. And so those ranches are now taking the pressure because Governor Greg Abbott has not done such a great job securing that other 30 miles of park territory. But now they got to be pushed further north. And, and so now, you know, private landowners and people like we just saw are the ones that are going to take the pressure. So that's why Greg Abbott is saying, hey, you need some razor wire? We'll come bring it to you free of charge. That's, that's pretty amazing. Let's get in. Let's read the story. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got from the Daily Mail. Texas escalates feud with federal government, telling ranchers the Supreme Court of the United States ruling on the razor wire not final. That is correct. We're waiting for another ruling. There's going to be, this is kind of a temporary thing. I think what the the mechanics of it are is that if the feds feel like they really need to cut the razor wire in the case of an emergency going on, they will. Otherwise, this is such a temporary ruling that who knows? Anything could happen, right? In the meantime, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, he is putting down more wire. He's putting up more fence. He's putting down more wire. He is really buttoning things up because somebody's got to do it. He's offering to give ranchers razor wire as migrants are now sneaking into U.S. through private property. They've always done that, but now they're going to do it some more because the actual park and border areas that have been secured more thoroughly, it's just going to push people you know, further up, further down on the river, wherever they need to go. Texas ups the ante again, looking for ways to expand its use of razor wire, this time on private property, after a controversial Supreme Court ruling. Yeah, it makes no sense, does it? All right, mm, Customs and Border Protection, you guys did such a lousy job in December. You let 302,000 people through, and now the Supreme Court's going to give you the right to cut razor wire to help people across? I mean... What's the whole thing just makes zero sense. And the bottom line is, is Texas put up that wire. The feds didn't. And it's a federal border. But the feds weren't doing their job. Period. They weren't doing their job. When you let that many thousands of people through, that's called not doing your job. Texas border czar Mike Banks told ranchers Wednesday the state could install razor wire on their private property free of charge. I mean, that's just great. I mean, could you imagine that happening here in Washington State? <laughs> Things are so different in Washington State between Texas and, and here. The state official told a packed room of ranchers who met just outside of Eagle Pass, Texas. This comes after the Supreme Court of the United States ruled Monday that U.S. Border Patrol agents who report to President Biden 
could cut through the razor wire if they deemed it necessary. Now, when would a necessary case come up? Like the drownings that happened on January the 12th, but they happened probably over on the Mexico side. And the Texas Rangers that were covering our border in Shelby Park, they didn't see any of that. But that's what's kind of precipitated all this is the Fed saying, hey, we could have prevented that from happening, those drownings happening. Uh, You had a 33-year-old mom, you had a 10-year-old boy, and you had an eight-year-old girl. They all drowned. But that was just an unfortunate accident that took place. That would have probably happened anyway, razor wire not, because they never really made it to the shore. They drowned. And they drowned an hour before anybody called the U.S. side and said, hey, you know what? You got an issue. It was game over. It was done. The, uh, the barrier has been put in place by order of Republican Governor Greg Abbott. He did an emergency order, an emergency declaration, put the, all this in place and said, hey, Beds, if you're not doing your job, we will, because somebody's got to protect the border and somebody's got to protect Texas. He's, I mean, he's just stepping up. In the past, federal agents have cut it when they believe migrants were in danger of drowning in the river that separates Texas from Mexico. You know what? They're coming in illegally. The wire is there to prevent them, to give them a little heads up. Hey, don't come across here. All right. So this is Eagle Pass. This is bridge number one you've got here. This is the plaza on the uh, Piedras uh, Negras side. Um, and then you've got razor wire. So you got to, you can walk down to the banks. I've got a video out where I walked all along this area here. You can literally, you go across, you hand your passport to some guy over here. He looks through your bag in this building right here and uh, you, you get let through. It's super easy walking through. And then you literally walk out the back down the steps and you're right at the Rio Grande. This is where thousands upon thousands of illegal immigrants went through in December. But now that the razor wire is up and now that the state of Texas is basically stating, hey, you come across here, that's fine. Well, we might arrest you. And if you get arrested by our state police, we're going to put you in jail. We're not going to just turn you over to the migration center and then happily send you on your way on a, on a bus. Greg Abbott, is, is hand, he's, he's sending out the word. This illegal stuff, this you just swimming across the border and border protection helping you cutting the wire and helping you. We're not doing that anymore. And that is the big rub that is in the, it's in the Supreme Court. Um, that, that's what you've got going on there legally. You got the attorney general that we saw at the beginning of that video for Texas, basically telling the United States and Biden, you know what? Um, yeah, we're not really going to respect that whole thing where you said that, um, you know, the, the wire, we got to take it down. We're not taking it down. In fact, we're going to build some more. <laughs> and then Abbott, Greg Abbott saying, yeah, and if you guys need some extra wire, we're there for you. So here's, I've been, I've been incorrectly calling these boxcars. We're looking at these. Those are not boxcars, folks. And I knew that, but until somebody pointed it out, I was like, oh yeah, that's a shipping container. I've done tons of st- stories on shipping containers. I don't know why I had it in my mind because I think I had it out of my mind. Oh yeah, those get stuck on the backs of get stuck on the platform of a train, and that's what you've got. That's not the case. These are shipping containers that get placed on the river banks. Here's that same bridge I walked over. This is where you go in and you go through customs. So on the border, if, and you may know this already, but for those who don't, the t- state of Texas is placing these uh, shipping containers. They've got concertina wire on front, 
And then they've got Constantina wire on the other side, because this is literally on the banks of the Rio Grande. And then they put up these fences and these fences, you can see, I don't know if you can see that. Let's see if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Right here and here, they've got additional layers and they put these fences up. So, I mean, it is very difficult to traverse that. So they're making it hard. And so you've got a real slowdown of migration activity right now. And so why does Texas insist on still containing Shelby Park in Eagle Pass? Because they say, we're just waiting for that next wave. We're just waiting for that next wave. And so this, these migration patterns, they come in waves. And it takes these people so long to get through Colombia, to get through Panama, to get through the Darien Gap, and then get through Mexico, get through like seven different countries. The journey is just, I mean, they're on the road for months at a time. And they come into the U.S. and they're malnourished. They've got, they've got all kinds of stuff wrong with them because they've been on the road. They haven't had good water. They haven't had good food. They've been hurt. They've been raped. They've been assaulted. I mean, the stories that you hear are just horrific. And it, it just, it just, I mean, it's terrible. But I blame the federal government on just basically telling people, oh, yeah, you can come on in. That has been the word that's been put out to the world. You come on into the United States, we'll take care of you. And Governor Greg Abbott is saying that's not the case. If you come into our state, we might arrest you. We might put you in jail. And then we'll let our judges deal with you. The razor wire is deployed in multiple cities and areas of the Texas border, including in Eagle Pass. With just 28,000 residents, the town has become a hot spot for migrants since President Joe Biden took office in 2021. Currently the second busiest spot along the southern border behind Lukeville, Arizona. That's another border town that I want to go to, Lukeville. The tiny town has also become a political flashpoint. About two weeks ago, the Lone Star State took control of Shelby Park on January the 10th. This is owned by the city of Eagle Pass. So you've got the border, Customs and Border Protection, you got the feds used to protect the border, and it's owned by the, the city of Eagle Pass. But then the state stepped in with an emergency order and said, no, feds, you're out. We got to protect the border. We got to protect our state lines. You guys aren't doing it. You're out of here. And it's a state park. Now, the governor has the right to do that. And he is, he, he's taken that right and said, yep. This is what we're doing. And so Abbott said, claiming that the move was necessary since it's a popular place for illegal immigrants to cross into the country and then claim asylum, a move that would almost ensure their release into the U.S. while the case is heard in court on the whole parole deal. And the parole deal is meant for like refugees coming from, from Afghanistan that are escaping the Taliban or people in war-torn parts of like Ukraine being flown into the U.S., that's what the parole is meant for. Not millions and millions of people that are just looking for a better life and are coming here and just showing up illegally. Yeah. So the parole mechanism is also in play relative to what's going on with the with, with basically Congress trying to work out, all right, we're gonna send some money to we're gonna send some money to Israel, we're gonna send some money to to Ukraine, but all right, we gotta got to do something about this immigration stuff. And the parole thing is one of those big things. The Biden administration's abuse of that and bringing in somewhere between eight to 10 million known encounters. Who knows how many people are in the country? We don't really know. By order of Governor Greg Abbott, patrol agents 
were also kicked out. The Border Patrol agents, the feds, were kicked out of the park, setting up a showdown between Abbott and the Biden administration over who has authority to secure the border. So we've had one ruling. It's a temporary ruling. It went against the state of Texas, but Texas isn't backing down. They're basically doubling down and saying, that's fine. We're still going to put down more razor wire because that's the right thing to do. If you want to come in and cut it, you want to come in and take it down, come take it from us. That's literally what they're saying. It's wild. The feds have warned Texas that the only federal government, the only federal government has the authority to enforce immigration law and that the Department of Justice is exploring all options to force Texas to let border agents do their job. Do their job. What job have they been doing? I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick, you know what I mean? But literally, when you let in 302,000 in the month of December, when you let in 22,000 to Eagle Pass, are you really doing a job? What kind of job are you doing there? Not a good one. Look at this roadway. This roadway is just littered. They get across the river and they just dump all their stuff. Remember that one roadway that I said uh, to remember? Um, I drove down a similar, and there was a kind of a drone shot of that roadway. I drove down a similar road like that on my way in between. I was leaving Eagle Pass and I was driving to San Antonio. That's where I was flying out of. And, um, so I, I, I flew my drone and I've got drone footage of that. Hopefully I'll release that. But, um, I just wanted to get a feel for how remote an hour outside of Eagle Pass on the way to San Antonio what does that look like? So I drove for probably, I don't know, a mile, maybe a mile and a half down this dusty one kind of two lane road, just seeing what was out there. And I only came across, you know, a couple of driveway entrances that are secured off. You know, they got a gate, they've got a, they, um, they've got an intercom system into the home. Many of them look like they didn't work, but it's remote. I mean, there is not, there, there's ranchers, there's farmers. There is nothing else out there. You know, think tumbleweeds, but it's more like scrub brush, right? South of San Antonio. There is not much out there. These people are on their own. I mean, there's nothing around. There's no cops around. You might have the odd state trooper out on the main highway, but unless you're close to the main highway, and if you're off one of these dirt roads that go miles and miles and miles into the country, it's like the lady in the video said, eh, I could take somebody forever just to find me that I've been whatever had happened to her. So, you know, I don't blame these people for carrying guns. I mean, that's if I was in that scenario, absolutely. But the fact that by that um, not Biden, but um, Abbott is offering to put up razor wire, that just kind of tells you where the battle is. Put up razor wire on private property. That's um, that's where this needs to be. And this storyline will continue. If you're enjoying this content, love to have you subscribe, hit that like button for this video, hit the notification bell, because we're going to be doing a bunch more on this topic. This is the biggest topic going into the elections, and we're covering it. Thanks for being here. I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.